the words spiritual warfare are two really big words. So in this video, we're going to be looking at what exactly is spiritual warfare and how do I wage it? What does it look like in your life? And what do you get to do about it from the powerful position of the cross? Hi there, I'm Lisa Vandenberg with Ways of Wisdom, helping you to hear God, get his daily guidance and live abundantly. On this channel, we love to share tips and tools on how to walk through your everyday life with God. So if you're new here, consider liking, subscribing and commenting on this video. Today, we're going to be talking about spiritual warfare. A couple of days ago, I had a conversation with a friend of a friend who was really going through what we would term spiritual warfare. And we sat and talked about it for a while. We took the truths from the word, um, our experience that we've walked through, shared stories of what we've walked through in our lives. And by the end of the call, she was freshly inspired to know that she was actually the one who could come to the spiritual warfare from, first of all, a position of the victory of the cross and what Jesus did, and then that she could do something about it. So I want to address, uh, first of all, what is spiritual warfare? And spiritual warfare is anywhere where the enemy comes, according to John 10, 10, to kill, steal, and destroy, and try to get rid of or get you out of the abundant life that Jesus came to give you, bought for on the cross. Right. So that can look like anything from, you know, being attacked by the enemy in your sleep and having really bad dreams. Um, it can look like uh, sickness on your family. It can look like financial serious hardship. It can look like even the thoughts of our mind where, where we are jealous of someone, where we feel guilty about someone, where the enemy tries to introduce shame into our lives, where we strive to do something and we, we can never rest. All of those things, if you stop for a moment and think about them, they're all ways that the enemy tries to get us out of this place with the Prince of Peace, this place where we get to walk from victory because of what he did on the cross. And so that's the second thing I want to look at is what actually is a good mindset for us to be able to have. Our most important viewpoint and our most important viewpoint is that you are victorious because of what Jesus did on the cross. We need to understand that it's not in our own power to be able to uh, hold on to him or our own power to be able to defeat the enemy when he comes. It is purely bought by the blood of Jesus on the cross. And that means that whenever we uh, look at spiritual warfare, whenever we're encountering it, we get to go remind ourselves, and go, hmm, Jesus already won the victory here. I just get to walk it out, right? So uh, the a detrimental mindset then that a lot of us fall into because life is real. We, we have emotions, things matter to us and, and often we'll think, oh, you know, this is happening to me. On this call that I had with my friend, that was a lot of the, the things that she said, the verbiage that she used, you know, this is happening to me and I, I, I've tried to fight it and I've tried to do things and I've tried to worship and read scripture and things like that, but none of it's working. And the point is that when we realize that things are not happening to us, but they're happening for God and us. So totally different mindset. So as we go through this video, I'll explain that statement, the difference between things that are happening to us and things that are happening for us, right? So I gave you some examples of what this spiritual warfare can look like. And truly, once we allow the Holy Spirit to show us when this is happening, when the when we've uh, opened the door for the enemy to come in and you know, irritate us or get us to believe things that are not true on the cross, then there are some things we get to do about it. So I'm going to read from the famous verses on spiritual warfare on Ephesians 6, 10 
to 18. And it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Remember that. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then, with a belt of truth buckled around your waist, with a breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can uh, extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. This is such a beautiful, it's literally God's how-to on spiritual warfare. And notice that in there, there are real keys. He says, it's not in our strength, it's in His. It's because of the victory He's won. Then He gives us specific tools to use. There's the helmet of salvation, or the sword of the Spirit, or the breastplate of righteousness, right? And so He gives us these various tools to be able to use. And then He says, just be vigilant. Know that this is going to happen. Um, and now we get to be aware of it, and we get to do something about it. And first of all, I want to encourage you that there is no, if you find yourself thinking, oh, the devil's bigger than God, remember this, right? God is huge. He is the Lord God Almighty. There is nobody like him ever, ever. He is the largest, strongest, omnipotent, magnificent God. The enemy is a fallen being who tries to influence us and we have full permission to let that happen or not. So if ever the enemy looks bigger in your sight than God, realize it and remember that the truth is that God is way bigger than anything the enemy can ever do. That is a fundamentally strong uh, viewpoint that you come with to spiritual warfare and it changes everything, right? So the first point um, is ask the Lord how to deal with what's happening. Okay, so when the, so for instance, um, when we get irritated at something, right, and we start snapping and we get nasty and we, we get angry, and then it's like, oh, they're always doing this to me, and I'm always the one doing this. When we get into those places and we begin to recognize, we go, aha, this is the thing, spiritual warfare. The first thing we get to do is stop and say, Lord, how do I deal with what's happening? Do I take the belt of truth? Is this a time when I get to speak the truth of the word over the situation? Lord, do I take the helmet of salvation where I realize that I have the mind of Christ, that I don't need to be thinking this way? Lord, is this where I shod my feet with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace? Is this where I get to agree with peace instead of turmoil or strife? Do you see how beautifully God's given us these tools to be able to ask him, say, Lord, okay, I'm coming from this viewpoint of I can see that this is happening. Now, which of the tools in the tool belt that you've given me do I get to use in this situation? When we come from that place, then we're coming from a powerful place in Christ Jesus. Then follow his strategy and come from a place of victory on the cross. Okay, it's not even really about what we do. We get to follow his strategy. We get to do that. 
But the doing, you know, whether he says, okay, let's worship in this situation or let's ask forgiveness in this situation, whatever he leads you to do, the power and the victory comes from knowing who you are and whose you are. Knowing that God is on your side, you come from this place of victory, and you are the one through Jesus who gets to have victory in this situation. A big part of what happens to us is when we have this mindset that, oh, this is never going to stop, and oh, I've tried so hard, and I've, I've tried everything, and this person's prayed for me, and I've been for this inner healing session, and I've, I've worshipped the whole night, I've put worship music on while I sleep, all of that kind of stuff. Can you see that that comes from a mindset of, I've tried all of these things, but I'm still drowning and I'm still sinking. When, uh, when you know that your mindset is like that, let the Holy Spirit show you. When your mindset is like that, you know you're coming from the wrong place. And the first thing you get to do is come back to that place of victory and go, no, Jesus paid for my victory on the cross and I get to come from that powerful place. Okay? So then as you follow his strategy from the place of victory, then you let his power fight on your behalf. Understand that when God gives you the strategy of how to deal with what's in front of you, this peaceful place of knowing who you are, the enemy cannot stand against it. But the beautiful thing is, and this was a fundamental life shift and mindset shift for me and for so many of my coaching clients, is when we get to this place where we realize that it really doesn't matter whether I'm still not healed straight away. My victory is in that God walks through the sickness with me. Whatever he decides through that, he gets to decide. And my victory is that he's walking through it with me. If we are um, facing, say, bad dreams at night, and the enemy is tormenting us in our dreams, what happens to me? I'll, I'll share a story of what happens to me. I remember as an early Christian, I felt a presence in my room, and um, I could, in my sleep, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't speak, right? And so, but I became aware that I was fighting this, this presence that I felt, right? And you know what started happening? Um, as I just kept my mind on Jesus, I got this bubbling up from my belly and it bubbled up, bubbled up, bubbled up until I could say the name of Jesus. And the moment I said the name of Jesus, that thing left, right? Now the strategy, it wasn't something I was sitting there thinking, going, okay, I'm going to try a strategy, one, two, three, four, five, or six. I so surrendered to the Holy Spirit and His ability to help me that the truth and the answer came out of me in that fashion and in that way. And in the many spiritual warfare um, things that I have been involved in over the years, the Lord literally gives us a different strategy for each one of them because He knows exactly what's going on and He knows how to come from a place of victory and to defeat it. Right? So I want to encourage you, whatever kind of spiritual warfare you're facing, whether it is a, a, a thought pattern in your mind, whether it's a belief system that you've held on to for too long, whether it's physically something that's happening to you in your natural life, you are a son and daughter of the living God. The victory has already been bought for you on the cross. The tools are already available according to Ephesians 6. Now the invitation is, Will you walk out this adventure with Jesus and let him show you how to wage the spiritual warfare in a victorious way? I tell you, after 20 years of doing this and, and my life as a Christian, there are it, it's, it's life transforming from 
when things used to happen to me to now they happen for me because now I know that every time something happens it's to develop my maturity in Christ it's to show me how to hold on to him even more it's to show me new tools and ways to see things in the spirit and help heaven come to earth in that situation and so now I, a lot of the time I don't see those things as happening to me I see them as opportunities to be able to go to the next level with God to hear him in a new way to bring his amazing presence and his answers to the earth just like Jesus prayed so as always Jesus is inviting you on this adventure today will you accept I bless you to hear him, to know him, to feel him strongly, and to walk with his hand in your hand every day of your life. And I'll see you next time.